right, so my job this morning is, is that I feel like God is just putting on my heart to share with you for 2019, when we get to this point next year, where are you going to be and are you going to be closer to him? Are you going to be living out the purposes that he's designed you for? And so I'm going to challenge you to look at 2019 through the lens of goal setting. I know for some of you, that's like a habit you have in place. And some of you go, well, that's not biblical. There's all kinds of people that plan things throughout the Old Testament and New Testament, including like Joseph, right? I mean, he saved for seven years during the the famine so that they wouldn't, you know, starve to death. Uh, Then you have Noah. I mean, he built an ark. I mean, come on, you don't, you know, he had to follow plans and goals and daily things to, to reach that before the flood. So 2019, we are going to, my challenge for you is going to be sometime this week to set aside, I've done goals for like at least the last two decades, but uh, I'm only going to talk about spiritual goals, but every year you, um, you know, I set set spiritual goals, physical goals, um, family goals, travel goals, uh, ministry goals, all kinds of of goals, and it, I would challenge you this week to set up some things, not like a New Year's resolution, like, hey, I'm going to, you know, do this and you do it for a week, but really having some type of strategic plan on how to accomplish the purposes and the plans that God has for you. Let me, let me get started with, with things are different this service. Things are over there. Spencer's here. Okay. (laughs) Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Is there a hole in this card? What do you think? Yes? How many of you think, maybe just knowing who Danny is, um, maybe there's not a hole in there? Okay. All right. We have one. Oh, wait, two. Okay. So here, here's the thing. If Pastor Rod came up here and said, is there a hole in this card? Everybody would say yes. End of story. You wouldn't think twice about it. But because I'm doing it, your mind begins to wonder. Maybe there really isn't a hole in that card. Anybody changing their mind on that? You're changing your mind? Good, because there is no hole. Yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> so, all right, let's, let's do this. <laughs> so, here's, here's the reality is... <laughs> i let you process that for a second. Okay. Is... It's what, it's who you know, right? Is we're going, my first principle for you is going to be, it's who you know. If we're going to get to know Jesus better, right? We have to know the author. We have to get to know him daily. 2019, if we're going to get to know him better, we're going to have to make a plan to go, God, I want to go deeper with you this year. The way Paul puts it, when he says, you know, uh, these, these are the goals that he set out and um, he said, this is it. List all, all kinds of credentials of who he is. And then he says, whatever was to my profit, I now consider a loss for the sake of Christ. What is more, I consider everything a loss compared to the surpassing greatness of knowing him. Right? Do we consider everything else a loss compared to knowing him? Or is 2019 going to be a year where we go, man, I'm going to get to know him better and better and better. Because there's nothing better than getting to know him. It'll impact every area of your life. Let me ask you a question. What are, what are some ways for 2019 that you could get to know him better? What do you think? Pray. Pray. Okay. Excellent. Uh, 
Okay, getting into God's Word. I missed one of my goals this year. My goal was to read God's Word um, in its entirety. I was off by about six books. I realize I have a couple days, but we're talking Isaiah, (laughs) Jeremiah, Mark. uh, There's a couple others. I think Philemon, Philemon, Philemon. Uh, I think that one, it's a small, the only small book. It was going to be like my last hurrah, but I'm still planning on finishing that um, in January. What else? What are some other, so getting into God's word, prayer, being obedient. That's going to be one of the things we look at in a second. Uh, so fast forward, obedience is good. Okay. Yes. Being obedient. What else? Listening to God's spirit. Yeah. And in uh, John chapter 10, where it talks about that his sheep will know his voice, that we listen to him, right? And not just listen, Jesus says we're foolish, right? If we just listen and we don't do what he says, right? We need to be wise and not just, so here, here's my, my illustration for you guys is there's a word in the New Testament called telos. Uh, it, it means the end, Okay, and it's used throughout the the New Testament. But the word telos doesn't just mean like, oh, completion, right? It's the end. It's kind of like this. If I built a house, right, and I went and I built it, it's all beautiful, and then I just walked away from it. Is that the end? Is that its purpose? No, the purpose is to put a family in there and to have memories that are created there, right? The telos has the family in mind, not just the walls and the, the structure, okay? So, so in Revelation, Jesus says, I am the Alpha and the Omega. This um, Revelation 21, 6, I'm the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, the telos, right? It's he's the end. All of humanity, all of our stories are going in a direction. So 2019, my challenge is for us to line up that direction with him. The first thing by getting to know him. What, what are some other ways we could get to know him? By, by believing in the word, Jesus says that, uh, yeah, that the work of God is to believe in the one whom he sent, right? It's not just uh, work to go do all kinds of things in the community, which we, we try to be a part of, but part of our work is to believe in the one whom he sent. Yes. Okay. What else? What are some other things? Worship, yeah, Taps talked about just like the, the struggle that where he was losing ground, but where this year he's going to gain ground by worshiping and just giving our heart. And you could do that, like one of the ways I like to do it is, like, is I'll pull up Spotify or Pandora, right, and just put on some worship music and just kind of in my quiet spot, just worship God. But there's, uh, you could just call out to him, you could go up to the mountains, but let me say with a goal. A goal isn't just like, oh, I, I, I want to lose 10 pounds next year, 20 pounds, whatever, right? That's not a goal. A goal is like by March 1st, I'm going to get back to high school weight or birth weight or um, <laughs> back to something, right? Uh, is, is you have a goal where you're like, this is the date, this is the time, and then you have Smaller goals of going, okay, so to do that, I'm going to eat this. To do that, I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to go for a run. I'm going to fill in the blank. Not just I hope or I wish I lose 10 pounds, right? And so with spiritual goals, it's the same thing. Is if we're going to read God's word more, right? We need to carve out time. One of the challenge I give to students all the time is seven minutes. 
get up seven minutes early, spend seven minutes more with, with God in the morning to just make that, that um, time where you could get to know him. Okay? All right. Let's, let's do the, the second one here. The second one's this, is you will reap what you sow. You will reap what you sow. In Proverbs 6.6, 6, it says, says this. I'm just going to read it off my computer. That's how that's going to go. Um, <laughs> Proverbs 6, 6, it says, Go to the ant, you sluggard. Consider its ways and be wise. It has no commander, no overseer or ruler, yet it stores its provisions in summer and gathers its food at harvest. Think about that. The ant says, you know what? I'm going to plan ahead, and during the summer, I'm going to put aside stuff so later on I'm not like, hey, help, feed me, right? Is we need to, we need to plant things now so that later on we could reap those. Let me, uh, let me, this young man right in the front here, yeah, name a number for me between 10 and 20. 15, okay. Now, I'm, I'm going to say this, uh, a card weighs 0.96 grams. Uh, what I'm going to do, Spencer, will you get in close just to show that there's no breaks here, okay? I'm going to just make sure it's completely flush and bring it all the way over, okay? What I'm going to do is I'm going to, with, with the tip of my nail here, I'm going to lift up exactly, you said 15 I'm going to lift up exactly 15 cards. And the way to do this is I have to see the space in between these cards and then lift exactly that amount. Here we go. Move this. Okay. Cool. One more time. There we go. So 15. That's one, two, three, four. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. <clears throat> How many of you think I got lucky? <laughs> right? I didn't get lucky. I've done this thousands of times in basically as a kid I had no life. Um, right? Is is I've put in thousands and like I, I would I don't even know, but I, I know I've put in thousands and thousands of hours into sleight of hand and into things like this, of like weighing cards, cutting cards, all that kind of stuff. Here, here's the thing is that time makes things like this like easy for me. I don't really have to think about it. I would have to think how not to grab 15 cards than to just grab 15. Like that's way easier for me, um, right? Is, is what you do now is going to affect things later on, right? Is if you choose to build habits that we, we just talked about, right? Of getting into God's word, of praying, of serving, of being generous, right? Of all, all these different things, those things are going to have a benefit later on. Okay, let's keep going. Let's keep going. So turn to um, Galatians chapter 6. Galatians chapter 6 says this. It says, do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. A man reaps what he sows. 
Whoever sows to please their flesh, right? 2019, we could say, you know what? It's going to be about me and building my castle and my empire, right? That's how the Tower of Babel got built and destroyed is they were building a name for themselves, right? Is you could try to build things to please your flesh, to make your name great or make his name great, right? Um, from the flesh will reap destruction. Whoever sows to please the spirit from the spirit will reap eternal life. Let us not become weary in doing good for at the proper time we will reap a harvest if we do not give up, Right? These things that that you're talking about, these aren't easy things to put into practice, to carve out time to be with God, to carve out time to pray, to carve out time to serve, to tithe, to do all all kinds of different things. Uh, You can make choices now, though, and reap the benefits of sowing into the things that, that are about the kingdom, about the spirit, or you could choose to be about you. Both of those will have consequences. One, destruction, one, eternal life. Okay, so here's one of my convictions. One of my convictions is this, is that that God's dreams for us are always bigger than our dreams for us. Okay, let me say that again. God's dream for you is bigger than the dream you have for yourself. Ephesians 3, 20 and 21 says, now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we could ask or imagine, Right? The God who says, look, you dream up something. Once you've like dreamed it all up, I could do more than you could ask or imagine. Right? It's his power that's at work in us. So here's, here's the thing is if you're going to create things for 2019 and live according to the plan that he has for you, right? You have to think about what is it that God would have me do? And then you plan those things. One of the things I do in the morning when I'm reading God's word is I'll put paper aside and just ask God to speak to me, right? Listening to his voice. And I believe that if I'm in God's word, I'm, I'm not just giving way to sin and doing whatever I want. I am in accountability, in fellowship, then I believe that when I hear that small voice in my head saying, you know what, you should do this, I write those things down and I try to accomplish those things as part of that day. Okay, let's, let's do this. I need, need a couple people here. Will you grab some numbers here? Let's give you another one. Okay, here, oh. Fumble. You could shuffle the. It went in your shoe. The, the vanishing number trick uh, wasn't meant to be like that. Okay, here. Let's let's go this way. Here you go. We grab some of those. You could shuffle them up. Are all of your numbers different? W- was it the same going in as it was coming out? Did it change? Did it go like from a three to? Okay, bummer. Ah, uh, that would have been the best magic trick of the day. Okay, let's do this. I need somebody to add up some numbers for me. Uh, I realize people have calculators, but it's like too early. I can't add. Um, sir, uh, no judge. I've been on break for too long. Um, you're on it. Okay, so let's do this. Will you hand me one of those numbers? Don't look at it. Like shuffle them up and just hand me one. Okay. So seven. Do you have a number? Eight. And... Okay, so this will be our first number, 784, okay? If anybody else wants to add two, you guys could add them up. Oh, you have one. I keep going to you. You're making them vanish over there. All right. 
So, okay, so 146, so 784 plus 146. I'm going to the calculator right here. Okay, so here we go, 279. Okay, so there's our, our last number. Do you have it? Okay, so anybody have a total? We have one per... 1,209. Did you do it in your head? Okay. Uh, I was like, wow, impressive. Uh, I like it. Okay, 1,209. Okay, I'm going to bring these down. 1,209. Okay, this is going to bring us to a book. Let me grab my, you know what? I'm just going to grab an imaginary deck of cards. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Here, you take these cards, you shuffle them up. Give them a good shuffle. Wow. That's the, that's the shuffle. Yeah. I mean, any, whoa, now that's a better shuffle. I feel like that's good. All right. All right, here, I'll take this. Good shuffle. Let's go. Let's go. Here, you point to somebody. I don't want, I don't want them to think this right there. All right, here we go. Uh, so let, let's see if you really shuffle these up. Oh, yeah. Uh, four of clubs, two of hearts, seven of diamonds. Oh, whenever you want, you say stop. Three of clubs, two of diamonds. At the two of diamonds? Okay, here, you take the two of diamonds. Okay, you're welcome. Okay, that's going to lead us to the, the 12th book, the ninth page. Okay, the 12th book, the ninth page. Here we go. So we have one, keep me accountable here, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Is that correct? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Yes. Okay, so we're at crushing it, crushing it. All right, I like it. Oh, will you take your card and just, what card did you have? Two of dimes. Just take your card and toss it up here to the ninth page. Oh yeah, that's perfect. Yeah. I don't even know right now. Here. Look, let's see. Let's make sure that's on the ninth page. Spencer, will you, will you see? Is that on page nine right there? Yeah. Good job. Good job. All right. Uh, I, I don't even know where to begin with that. Uh, <laughs> Here, here's the thing, is our imagination, you create a plank. I feel like my hearing aid's not connected, but I don't have a hearing aid. Uh, okay, so, <laughs> so here's the thing, is we just imagine something and we create something, right? Is you, you have the freedom as a follower of Christ to say, God, what is it you want me to do? What do you want to accomplish through me? And God can give you ideas, thoughts that would change Kalamasa, Ukaipa, that could change the world as you say, you know what, I'm going to be the person that God's designed me to be. In um, 2001, my wife and I started praying through what would it look like to combine these two things of sharing God's word with the, the, the magic, the illusion, right? And I, I was reading through the book of Romans and I came to Romans 11:29, and it just stopped me in my tracks. It says this, God, God's gifts and his 
calling are irrevocable. So his gifts and his calling are irrevocable. They're designed to be inextricable from one another. So when you are called to do something and you're gifted, you're going to be right where God needs you to be to be most effective in building his kingdom. Okay, so 2019, maybe that's part of like what you could seek out, maybe as a family or individually, that you say, what, what's something that I'm gifted in and what's something he's called me to do? What can I do this year to accomplish those things? Okay, so let's, let's go to the next one. So we've gone through get to know God, right? That's just primary, foremost, is we've got to, we, we have to know him right? And then we're going to reap what we sow, and then God's dreams are bigger, right? We think of this, and get, you, let, me, let me give you another example of just something that I, I thought up. This was probably seven years ago I thought of it, but I didn't do it until three years after that, is for my 40th birthday, I decided, you know what? I want to go for a run with 40 people for 40 miles, I'm not saying this is the best idea I've ever had. I'm just saying it's an idea, right? And so I started to think about what would it look like to run with 40 different people. So Spencer ran with me. My, my entire family ran with me. Pastor Rod, he almost ran with me. Um, he would have. He just showed up a week early. No joke. Um, so uh, do you remember that one? One week early. He was ready. So... But with 40 people, and my thing was, I'm going to pray for a mile, or I'm going to ask them where they're at, how they're doing, and how I could pray for them. And whether they were a Christian or not, I ran with both. And just, hey, how are you doing? What's your story? How could I pray for you? And then I'd pray for them, get to the next person, run with that person, right? Is It was just an idea, but I didn't realize how that would impact and inspire other people. And other people would tell me different things that that helped them to do that year, right? Is your your following Christ can inspire other people. Okay, so the next one's this, is following God even when it doesn't make sense. So I'm going to need a few people for this one. Okay, here, come here. Um, Yeah, in the back with the hat. Yeah, come here. Uh, Okay, I'll take both of you here. In the back there, I'll take the two of you. Sure, come on up. Here, come on up. Spencer, we might get out of hand here. We'll see what happens. See if I run out of cards. That's all right. I brought extra cards. Uh, Here, this is just for my own entertainment. Okay. Uh, So, yeah. Oh, oh, that went nowhere. Okay, there we go. Uh, Rod, I thought you were going to catch that. Just like, okay, here we go. Sorry, we still have more. You're, You're still here. Okay, here we go. Let's do this. Here, you grab this. Here, you grab this. Here. Okay. Hey, we didn't run out. We had the exact amount if you want in, Spence. Okay. So, no, that's, that's fine. That, here, take three more. You're in. Uh, okay, here. Um, get, get close. All you have to do is follow me exactly, okay? So, I'm going to take four cards. Everybody has four, right? All you have to do is follow me exactly. Take the top card. Place it face up and put it onto the bottom. Okay? Take the next one, place it face down, and place it onto the bottom. Turn the whole thing over. (laughs) Um, Take the top card, place it face down onto the top. 
We'll do it again, don't worry. <laughs> Take the bottom card, face down, on the bottom. <laughs> and then what you should have are one, two, three, four face down cards. You have two face up, you have one face up, you have, you have two. Okay, let's try this again. I'm not trying to, I will go slowly. Okay, yeah, so get them all face down. Get them all face down. Okay, everybody with me, okay? The top card, face up, onto the bottom. The next card, face down, onto the bottom. Turn the whole thing over. Just wait. This, this top card is going to go face down onto the top. And then the bottom card face down onto the bottom. Yep, that's... Uh, so now what you should have are one, two, three, four face down. You have one face up. You have two face up. You have one. Um, you have three. Uh, okay. Uh, let, let's try this again. So get them all face down. All face down. Uh, I'm not doing it right. Yeah. <laughs> you have to follow me here. <laughs> you ready? Yeah. Face up. Onto the bottom. Face down. Onto the bottom. Turn the whole thing over. Face down onto the top. Face down onto the bottom. Now what you should have are one, You're two. Cheating. Yes. Yes. <laughs> that is true. Here, I'll, I'll use your cards. Here. No, you're using the top and you're putting it in here. Okay, double flip. Let's work with your theory. Okay, here, I'm, I like your theories. Okay, so take the top card. Here, I'll change it with you. That way I can't take two. Here, so I'll take yours. Now take the next one. So this one face up onto the bottom. Okay, now the fa- face down here will change. Here, you take mine. I'll take yours. Onto the bottom. Turn the whole thing over. Take the top card. On, on, yep, perfect. And now the bottom card, just the bottom. The bottom, yep. Okay, here. Yes, I'm cheating. Um, and you have four. What? I know. Uh, that don't make sense. It does. You have two face up? This really isn't working out well for you guys. I, I know what you're doing. You take the top one and you're putting oh, it in do it one more time. the second one right here. That's your theory. Yep. Okay, let's, let's work with your theory. Okay. okay, so look, everybody take one, two, three, four cards. Take the top card onto the bottom, not in between, onto the bottom. Perfect. Next card, not in between, onto the bottom. Turn the whole thing over. You saw two what? Two cards. Two. Okay, you know what? Let's just do this. I won't even use, look, I'll... I'll just use three. Here, let me take one of yours. Um, okay. Uh, so <laughs> All right, man. Uh, thanks for letting me mess with you guys. Uh, that, no. Okay. I can't give you secrets. All right. All right. Oh, yeah. Grabbing these. Some face up, some face down. Okay, perfect. Okay. Oh, we have more cards. Oh, thank you. Even more cards. Here, oh, uh, right, right here. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait, wait. wait, wait. You ready? Here. Um, as, as I go through the cards, I want you to just touch one card. Okay? I'm going to give you a chance to change your mind as many times as you want. 
Do you want to keep this card or change it? Up to you. Keep it. Okay, let's take a peek at what, at what you took. Remember, remember, you could have gone with any of these, and I even gave you a chance to change your mind. You went with this one, the seven of hearts. Remember that card, okay? Seven of hearts. Okay, let's, let's do this. Now, I cheated. Um, <laughs> it's what I do. Um, so... <laughs> I don't even know where we are. Uh, oh, I know. Um, obedience. Um, he, he, I mean, you were name calling and you weren't like being obedient. You, I mean, I was trying to get you to just follow along, right? It's, we need to, the, the principle is this, is we need to be obedient even when we don't understand. Jesus says this, that if you love me, you'll obey my commands, right? If we say, hey, I love God, we need to obey him, not just when we understand, but when we don't understand, right? So Spencer and I were doing an event about a little over a month ago, and we're spending the night at a hotel, and the next morning, the next morning, we woke up and this rock was through my wife's car window and $7,500 of my like show equipment, gone, right? Gone. And here's the first thing we did. And it might sound strange until you realize that this is a verse that's been on my wrist. I, I don't wear this every day anymore, but there's a long time where I wore it every day. This is Spencer's favorite verse inside of here. I, I had some message I gave a, uh, maybe a year ago. I gave one of these bracelets out, put them out on all the chairs. So I don't know. I know there's at least one person that I see every, every time I'm here and they're like, I have the bracelet still. But it says this. It says, rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in everything for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Second Thessalonians. First Thessalonians 5.16 through 18. Yeah. Um, so the first thing we did was we thank God for the stuff being stolen. So think about Think about that for a second. This wasn't like a day later, two days when we kind of knew what happened. This was in that moment, we thank God for what happened, right? First thing we did. How can we do that? Because over and over again, we'd put this verse into our heart, right? As we'd, we, the things that we sowed were like, you know what? I need to give thanks in some things, No, everything, right? And so it's something I've thought about. So when those situations come up, you're able to pray. You're able to thank God. You're able to rejoice even when you don't know the outcome, right? We don't rejoice because we know the outcome. We rejoice because God is in control, that he's moving things toward his purpose. So if we're living for him, he's got a plan in mind. And so all day long, the detective, he searched out these um, two young men that had stolen stuff. And by the end of the day, we met with him at 9.30 that night. This happened early in the morning. And him and his partner said, we went dumpster diving to go grab your, your stuff. And they got over, like, I think they got 6800 of the $7,500 worth of stuff stolen back. And so it was a huge praise. One of my wife's heirlooms, um, stuff that's been in my show that I've traveled with around the world, literally, uh, like, back. And I was so thankful to have that back. I, I found out later on, 
I, I had the opportunity to speak to the police department to come in during one of their briefings and speak to roughly 30-ish um, of the deputies. And the captain invited me there. He'd heard about the story. And after I shared the story with them, the deputy uh, who was um, uh, instrumental in solving the case, he came up to me and said, do you want to know some of the details on that story? I'm like, yeah. He's like, uh, just so you know, when I said we went dumpster diving, I meant I pulled those two students out of the back of my car. I threw them in the dumpster. And I said, go get his stuff. Um, I was like, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> he's all, that's what I meant by we. <laughs> so <laughs> we didn't know that until a couple, maybe a week or so later when I went to go speak to them. But we didn't know that at the time. We don't praise God because of the outcome, we praise him before, during, and after. Here's what we need to know is Ephesians 2.10. It says that we are God's masterpiece or his handiwork, and he's created us in Christ Jesus to do good works, which he's prepared in advance for us to do. God has prepared things in advance for you to do. He has good things in store for you already. Right? You don't have to go out and like, just figure out, like, what am I going to do? No, you need to discover what's God's purpose. What's his plan? Right? He has great things for you. He says he could do immeasurably more than all you could ask or imagine. What would happen if in 2019 you did immeasurably more than you could ask or imagine? Because you're leaning into God more. My challenge for you is this. Know that God has planned things in advance. So this week, my challenge is that you as a family or individually would lay out what are some of the spiritual goals that I want to accomplish. And in doing that, you'll see, oh, it's on the ground here. In doing that, you'll see this, that God's already prepared to do things with you. I put a prediction just so that you would know this. Uh, it was on the table. It's not anymore. It put, says, you will pick the book Crushing It. Crushing It. Crushing It. Okay, um, th- that's the book. And I put, you would pick the Seven of Hearts. Seven of Hearts. I asked you, do you want a different card? You're like, no, I want that one. The Seven of Hearts. And I put this, that you would pick the exact time. If you look at your watches, you'll see that it's exactly 12 Oh nine, is that right? Yes, twelve oh nine. So, so check this out. If I if I can, <laughs> some of you are like, stop it now, <laughs> um, right? If in the middle of randomness and craziness, I could create an outcome, right? that I I know is going to be there, God could create in the middle of your craziness an outcome that you couldn't possibly dream up or imagine, but it happens by us going, God, what is it you want me to do? And beginning to go after those things intentionally in 2019. Let's pray. God, I pray that we would listen to your voice more this year. Lord, I pray that we would do what you say and call us to do. Lord, that you would help us in our weakness, give us strength where we didn't think we had it. God, I pray that in writing out these goals and setting them 
out before us, Lord, that you would give us the wisdom to accomplish more for your kingdom, for your purpose. God, help us to trust in you more this year, to love you more, to carve out time to be with you more. God, I pray that we would go about sowing intentionally this year, that we might reap the things of the kingdom. God, I love you and I thank you for this this time this morning and just pray that you would speak and transform us into the people you've designed us to be. In Jesus' name.